Now, from uh, the uh, Northfield's City Hall, I guess we'll call it, is nice. Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming in. Absolutely. And thank you for bringing uh, Jake Riley with, uh, who is the uh, Community Development Director. Did I get that right, Jake? That's right. Thank All right. You. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming in. Boy, it's a busy time for, for you, Jake, <laughs> and, and for you, Mayor. Yeah. Why, why don't we start off with uh, some development that yeah. uh, had the open house yesterday. It was the Hillcrest Development. Mayor, maybe you can give us uh, some thoughts on that. Yeah, it was just a really great, uh, they had their ribbon cutting yesterday just to really, I, I think, just celebrate that it's it's almost there, it's almost finished. I think they're still waiting for the solar field and the uh, playground equipment, but the development just looks lovely. You could see families out and about uh, utilizing the space, and it's just a wonderful addition to our community. Meeting that really un- particular segment of our housing availability, right, increasing housing options for the community, as well as climate action. So they really did such an amazing job bringing together so many different people, different perspectives to really deliver on a project that really hit, as I said, two of those strategic plan priorities of the city council and couldn't have done it without the community action center. They were really the driving force behind that project and they did a fantastic job. And the Hillcrest Motel served its purpose for many decades, but it, that purpose was done. Yes. <laughs> it looks, it's a, just having that redeveloped as opposed to the old uh, uh, motel that had yeah. been uh, had been there for so many years, so many yeah. decades. Yes. It, uh, it's, good, it's a good development. It was a really good development. Mm-hmm. I think I was chatting with somebody about that afterwards. I think it was called the Manger Inn. Mm-hmm. And just the, the amount of work that needed to go into it to try to salvage anything that was usable uh, before they demolished it. And it was questionable how much <laughs> was really usable. And so, it mm. again, it just highlighted uh, for me that some people have been just waiting for generations to see some of this stuff redeveloped or improved and i'm just so pleased that that's one okay that's another one we got another one down right Mm -hmm. just ensuring that we've got safe housing available for people in our community and that was a major component and i'm just so pleased to see it done and let's bring in uh, Jake here a little bit. You've, uh, you're fair, somewhat new to Northfield. You've been here for a while now, but, uh, uh Northfield has a lot of things uh, going on right now. And that, uh, the Hillcrest development was uh, just one of them. My guess is you, you've got your hands full <laughs> with a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about. We do. We do. Uh, community development has a lot, um, lot going on. We've just, you know, we've got a lot of building and development in town generally, uh, with, First, with uh, and I've been here. Let's see, just about. A, I, I've been here just over a year. I think the last time we talked was yes. uh, last summer. Mm-hmm. So um, I've learned a lot in the last year, and I've learned um, a lot about uh, all the different ways that we get that strategic plan that the mayor's been talking about um, done. So f- whether it's a sustainable development like Hillcrest, that's a net zero, um, and we're talking about people paying only about two hundred and fifty dollars a year. For energy costs. So if you talk about affordability, it's not just the rents, it's everything associated with living in that facility. And I think that that's really exciting for the city generally. Um, right? I mean, you paid way more than $250 <laughs> that my a eyes. month, I'd bet, right? <laughs> so, 
um, that's a super cool part of that development. And I think some of the other uh, work that's happening, say, at both colleges meets that sustainability um, need as well as bringing more students back on campus. So last summer we saw a lot of development around St. Olaf. This summer we're going to see a lot more housing going up around Carleton. Um, and then we've got stuff downtown, too. Yeah, and let's get to that. Uh, one of the big reasons that we uh, had you on is to talk about the Archer House. And yeah. I understand you know, we have been hearing stuff and rumors yes. and what's true and what's not true for three years now. And <laughs> I finally have given up. I, I have no idea what's going on with the Archer House, if yes. it's even planned on being replaced. But we, you, you, you could probably shed some light here. And no yes. rumors. <laughs> <laughs> we need the real thing. Yeah, no, I think this is a great time to have this conversation. Um, we have a pre-application in front of the Heritage Preservation Commission for um, a replacement structure. That uh, meeting is next Wednesday, so a week from today at 6 o'clock at City Hall. Um, the HBC will be looking at um, sort of uh, preliminary drawings uh, and programming for the building. Their job is to review the structure for um, what's called um, approval or denial of what's called a certificate of appropriateness. So that's about whether the new um, structure fits in appropriately with the district because um, it's in the historic district downtown here. Um, and what appropriateness means generally is defined by the Secretary of Interior's standards um, for heritage preservation. And it could be bigger. It could be different. It could be a different color. Um, there's all sorts of things within the realm of possibilities um, for that replacement. But we, the city has had some um, some strong uh, opinions shared with the developer around certain things. For example, activating um, the backside of the Archer House replacement structure, whatever you want to call that. Um, and uh, making sure that we've got a nice, clear um, uh, flow from that private structure and the private uses into the public spaces um, along the riverfront and then sort of carrying that all the way the other in the other direction towards Fifth and Water and then beyond. Um, so that's the one thing that we've addressed with the developer. Um, the other thing is making sure that there's an at-grade entry. Um, I know the porch was added at some point in the original Archer House's history, um, but one of the things that we want to look at uh, from an access and inclusivity perspective is ensuring that folks can just enter the structure, enter the building, and go about their business, whether that's whether it's residential or a hotel or a restaurant. Um, however that plays out from the programming inside the building, um, nice one-level entry right in there. Um, and so if folks, uh, I know that the folks at Manoa Partners are going to be, or at Manoa LLC is the developer, that's the rebound arm that's redeveloping the space. Um, and uh, they have a community advisory committee, and I think that group is meeting on Friday morning, and then they'll be in front of um, the HPC for that preliminary review uh, Interesting. Well, next week. There's some... Uh some architectural gymnastics that have to be performed to, to meet all of those. There are reasons I'm not an architect. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let's talk about the HPC. I'm, I'm yeah. presuming that uh, they've already probably seen a lot of different ideas and gone through. This isn't going to catch them completely cold, is it? Uh, I don't think so. We've had some preliminary discussions with mm -hmm. them and with the developer about what um, what kinds of things they'd like to see, what kinds of things they're worried about, um, trying to assuage some of those fears. 
Um, I think what we want, though, is a really high-quality um, development that potentially adds either hotel rooms or, um, as the mayor was mentioning, um, housing choice and housing availability. We all know that we need more homes in Northfield, regardless of what they look like. Um, I'm sure that everybody hopes that there's at least one restaurant space going back in there, um, and I think Northfield um, would benefit and can support yet another restaurant, so I'm hoping that's part of the picture too have uh, do we have any uh, details on what that's going to look like you know i've talked to uh, some folks with rebound and over the course of the last few years and uh, they had a lot of ideas where whether it be you know housing and hotel and you know a mixed combination do we have uh, do we know yet what what exactly that's going to be or will that be unveiled um, I think we have an idea that it's likely mm-hmm. to be a mix of housing and retail. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that housing is um, ownership or rented, I'm not aware of. I think a lot of that depends on the financing structure, and I think they will be coming to the city for some financial requests as well. All right. Yeah. Uh, Mayor, anything to add about uh, the uh, Archer House development? Or? Just that, like you, Jeff, it's been a long time in the works, and I'm just so grateful that we've got the staff that we do at City Hall, and I know that they're they are hard at work, and I think it's just like there's so much work. It's like, how fast can you make the, the wheel go round so that you can get it all done? I'm just so grateful. Um, economic vitality is a really important component of the council's strategic plan, growing that commercial and industrial space. We're not talking about industrial space in the downtown, but growing uh, our downtown corridor is really hugely beneficial and maximizes the use of existing infrastructure that's already in the ground. And obviously, the Archer House is just a uh, not a recreation, but it, it's a redevelopment, bringing a building back that once stood there. And I'm just really excited that we're going to have a quality, quality structure in that space. It's just a unique opportunity that we have to uh, bring something back that's better and maximizes the use and recreates the, the connection to the river that we've been talking about with the Riverfront Enhancement Action Plan. Um, we are in such a strategic moment where things are just kind of aligning timing-wise, not only with the Archer House redevelopment, but also what's happening further on uh, down towards uh, Fifth Street. Uh, Mayor Pownell and uh, Northfield's uh, Community Development Director uh, Jake Riley are with us right now. We're talking about some of the uh, developments that are going on downtown. Uh, you know, the Archer House is the big thing and probably the more immediate thing that we've been talking about. But as you had mentioned, that riverfront development uh, corridor, uh, yeah. there's a lot of working parts in that, and that's moving along. Can we get uh, kind of an update of what some of those other projects from Bridge Square, the liquor store, and I, my guess is those are the two next ones in line two next big projects but i'll let you decide on that what's co- what's coming up yeah. all right i'll i'll take that one thank you um i think what well, let's let's start here where we are right next door so we've got the archer house mm-hmm. um archer house uh is likely to need more parking um and we don't want to have more surface parking right we want to try and limit surface parking it makes it safer for folks to walk and roll around town so um the there's a contemplated paired development uh, across the street from the library uh, there's a white um a white six or eight unit apartment building um and two city owned parking lots the apartment building is owned by rebound as well um so they're th- contemplating a, a another structure there new housing units with um structured parking that would also serve the retail environment on the new Archer House building so you, so that might those are paired but not necessarily along the same construction 
lines. Mm-hmm. Then um, as we move towards uh, Fifth and Water Street, um, Bridge Square is is on the docket as well. That's had um, run into a little bit of a delay with the design um, for kind of an exciting reason. Uh, when they were doing their phase one um, archaeological review, they found remnants of the original um, grist mill building associated with the Ames Mill. Um, so that's uh, put a pause. we got to learn a little bit more about where that foundation lives. Um, but we'll, we've got some new designs that will also be coming before the HPC soon. Um, in fact, perhaps also at that meeting next Wednesday. Um, and then, yes, to continue on there, we've got the um, liquor store redevelopment. And now we're kind of looking at a plan B for the liquor store site. Um, we were working on some site assembly along Fifth and Water on both sides of the street. Um, and now we're contemplating where um, a different uh, location for the liquor store might go with some additional structured parking again to try and um, enhance the downtown um, pedestrian friendliness uh, and also enhance potentially the number of housing units because we're sort of shooting for 10% of our population to live downtown. That um, data and research suggests that that'll kind of um, ensure that our downtown is is as vital as it has been for the last 100 and something years um, for the next 100 and something years. Hmm. Uh, interesting. Moving uh, the liquor store to perhaps uh, a plan B, a different side. What's uh, what's that all about? Is that Would that be uh, not on the uh, corner where it's at right now then? Uh, that's yes. So plan, plan B would be not on the corner where it is, and not on the corner across the street. Um, we still are working out what Plan B will be, mm-hmm. but we wanted to make sure that we were respectful of all the existing businesses and their needs to remain or or sell. So, uh, for does that take uh, Plan A off the table? Uh, or will it replace Plan A? Will Plan B become Plan A? That's a good question. I, I'd like to say we've got three plan A's in our back <laughs> there we pocket, go. <laughs> you know, and each one is going to be great. You know, there there's just different options, different avenues that we can go, and we're going to make sure that we're going to make a, a really solid decision for our community and maximizing the use, uh, expanding businesses, uh, co-locating parking, so it's like a park once. Um, it, we have a lot of underutilized space in the downtown. You wouldn't think about it or you wouldn't notice it unless you get up at that 3,000-foot view and you see all of the the parking, the just ground parking that's available that could, if it were co-located, would open up some more development or better use of the space for everyone within our downtown. And so I'm just... Really excited about the level of analysis, the study that's going into this. I think we're going to start seeing more of this come forward here in the month of July. I think it's the council's uh, July 18th, possibly, work session, where we're going to start to see more of what could be coming with regards to redevelopment in the downtown. So this is a precursor um, just to have people just watching well, we've got There's a our, lot going on. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. We've got our way down south to Fifth Street so yeah. far. What lies beyond Fifth Street? Are there uh, development uh, opportunities there that have been discussed as of yet? Anything um, on the table? Well, I, I think there's always uh, always things are being discussed mm-hmm. and contemplated. There's all sort as the mayor noted. There's um, a need for um, vibrancy downtown. We have it. We want to enhance it and continue it. And so we do have some of those um, uh, maybe underutilized spaces that um, have been considered along the lines of. Um, the riverfront revitalization, um, but nothing, no serious con- 
you know, considerations, no serious conversations with anybody, just kind of musings um, mm-hmm. about what the future of Northfield, um, Northfield's downtown looks like. All right. How about the uh, west side of the river? Is there a thing? Are there things being discussed with that? Yes, absolutely. On the other side, we're, we've had um, great conversations um, around Ames Park um, and what uh, what kinds of um, active uses could be available on the Ames Park site. Um, contemplating looking at, um, I'm sure that folks have heard we've had a study looking at the removal of the dam, um, and so that would then feed naturally into some sort of active use potentially at entry point into the water there on on the Ames Park side, and then Rebound also owns the former site of the Byzantine restaurant if anybody can remember back that long, um, and uh, and the SMSQ architecture building next next door both of those are owned by Rebound and they're contemplating that as a redevelopment site as well. Um, and another conversation we've been having is, you know, not just around the Highway 19 um, rehabilitation, but then what does that look like for Highway 3? Uh, Highway 3 is hard to cross. Um, it's hot. It's fast. And so are there uh, is there an opportunity? And I think there is for a conversation with MnDOT about what Highway 3 looks like um, from really the city, the northern boundary through um, through downtown. Mm. Yeah, that is a busy thing. But I, I, let me say one thing totally aside from all this. I, I'm really digging the new stoplights and the way they work in direct traffic Uh, those yellow arrows are uh, have uh, lessened my stress considerably so i'm I'm thankful to midnight for that anything else uh mayor anything else jake i i'm just so grateful i guess and and just encourage people to if you're curious about this and you want to get in real time update all of the the Heritage Preservation Commission, uh, those meetings are open to the public. They meet next Wednesday. You can find the meeting information right on the city's website. In fact, if you go to, uh, if you click on information about a, the HPC, you'll find the background information. The packet is right on. Uh, that page right there. You can watch, I believe they're live streamed, aren't they? The HPC. And they're recorded, so you can go back and watch them at your leisure. The Park Board is another one to be watching as that will, they're getting regular updates about the Riverfront Enhancement Action Plan. And, of course, the City Council, all of those meetings are open to the public, held at 6 p.m. Everyone, every one of the meetings is held at 6 p.m., And so you can uh, stay up to date in that way. And otherwise, just watch for those opportunities to engage. If there's additional open houses or places where you'll be asked to give your thoughts, opinions on, like, what do you think this could look like? Or what's the best use of it? Like the Ames Mill or or not the Ames Mill, the Ames Park. Um, As Bob and Bruce, B2 group, are, are going out and really engaging with the community about what could be. In some of those spaces, there's a lot in the mix here. And again, I'm just so grateful that uh, the city council really put a priority not only on economic vitality, but ensuring that we've got our community development department adequately staffed, which now there's so much work, right? We're wondering maybe we shouldn't added another employee, but you can't expand economic vitality unless you have the staff. You can create the policy, but unless you've got the staff to carry it out, you've just got a policy. And uh, so I'm just really grateful again, that we've got good city staff at City Hall that are working working really hard to accomplish the City Council's strategic plan. So, 
Rhonda and Jake, thank you so much for coming in today. And uh, don't be a stranger, Jake. We need to have you in here a little more often. We're going to be talking to uh, the B2 crew here pretty soon. I keep running into Bruce and like, yeah, we've got to do that. But uh, vacations and such, you know, so we'll have them on soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Mm -hmm.